From the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel, with the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. Welcome, everyone, to the celebration of the Daily Television Mass. I am Bishop Robert Casson of the Archdiocese of Toronto. The homilist today is Deacon Mike Walsh. Today's Mass is made possible by the contributions from three donors. The first is from an anonymous donor from Edmonton, Alberta, for the repose of the soul of her husband, Robert, and for other deceased family members, and for good health for her family, for peace in the world, and in thanksgiving for the daily TV Mass. The second is from Remedios Herona from Markham, Ontario, in memory of Elizabeth Mangawan and er Ernana Herona. And the third is from an anonymous donor from Kanata, Ontario, in memory of her husband Donald and the deceased members of her family. Our thanks to the donors for the gift of this Mass. Today, the Church celebrates the memorial of St. Blaise, Bishop and Martyr. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. peace be with you. Brothers and sisters, may we call to mind our sins with humble and contrite hearts, asking our Father in heaven and our neighbors on earth for forgiveness. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, Forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. Hear, O Lord, the supplications your people make under the patronage of the martyr St. Blaise, and grant that they may rejoice in peace in this present life and find help for eternal life. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. A reading from the first book of Kings. When David's time to die drew near, he charged his son Solomon, saying, I am about to go the way of all the earth. Be strong, be courageous, and keep the charge of the Lord your God walking in his ways and keeping his statutes, his commandments, his ordinances, and his testimonies, as it is written in the law of Moses, so that you may prosper in all that you do and wherever you turn. Then the Lord will establish his word that he spoke concerning me. If your heirs take heed to their way, to walk before me in faithfulness with all their heart and with all their soul, there shall not fail you a successor on the throne of Israel. Then David slept with his ancestors and was buried in the city of David. 
The time that David reigned over Israel was 40 years. He reigned seven years in Hebron and 33 years in Jerusalem. So Solomon sat on the throne of his father David, and his kingdom was firmly established. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus called the twelve and began to send them out two by two and gave them authority over the unclean spirits. He ordered them to take nothing for their journey except a staff, no bread, no bag, no money in their belts, but to wear sandals and not to put on two tunics. He said to them, Wherever you enter a house, stay there until you leave the place. If any place will not welcome you and they refuse to hear you, as you leave, shake off the dust that is on your feet as a testimony against them. So the twelve went out and they proclaimed that all should repent. And they cast out many demons and anointed with oil many who were sick and cured them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. As we mentioned at the beginning of Mass, today is the, uh, the day in which we remember St. Blaise. I was thinking back uh, as I was getting ready for this, um, 
it occurred to me that each generation seems to have a specific infliction that, that affects their children. I don't know if you noticed it today, if, you, if you've got young children around you, but many of them seem to be allergic to many things like uh, dairy or nuts. Now, I don't know about you, but when I grew up, if you couldn't have peanut butter in the schools, half the kids would starve to death. Nobody seemed to suffer from nut allergies. My kids, when we had kids, it seemed to me that was going around with my nieces, my nephews, and others that we knew, they all had ear infections, and the doctors would be putting these tubes in their ears. But when I was a kid in the late 50s and early 60s, one of the great fears was tonsillitis. It seemed that almost every second kid had to have their tonsils out. So my mom was very committed to St. Blaise and the blessing of the throats, because that would protect us. St. Blaise was a martyr in the early fourth century and is most known by legend for having cured a young boy who was choking to death. And so we would dutifully get our, our throats blessed every year. And when I was about six, I had to have my tonsils out. So it didn't actually work. But it actually turned out not to be a bad disease because you got to eat popsicles, stay home from school for three or four days. But we are a people who believes very much in blessings and anointings. In our gospel story today, we see that the apostles went out two by two and they anointed many and many who were sick were cured. So we think about these kinds of things. We have the anointing of the sick. Right? And, and also one of the things that we, we really focus on as a community is thinking about these many gifts that have been given to us. Now, as I joined the National Catholic Broadcasting Council six years or so ago now, one of the very first things I remember is, I think it was the first day I was there, I was coming to the office and Barb McManus was there and she welcomed me. She showed me the office and there were all of these VHS tapes. That was the medium of the day, I guess. And there was one that really caught my attention. And Michael McManus, who was the founder of the National Catholic Broadcasting Council and with the bishops brought the, D the, TV to, uh, the mass to TV, he had uh, a TV show before that, and he had interviewed Henry Nouwen. And I think I've shared before that I have a particular affinity for Henry Nouwen. And in this particular interview for a show that was called The Senior Report, Michael was just sitting on a, a balcony or on a porch with Henry Nouwen, and they were talking about what it was like to get older. And Henry said something quite amazing. He said that as he was getting older, he started to realize that one of the greatest gifts that he could give away, one of the greatest blessings that he could offer to those around him was the gift of his own death. That is approaching his death in a way that it was really very meaningful. He said, this is our final task. Sure, as we're younger, we're called to give our lives away. But then as we get a little bit older, as we become the elders perhaps, our next task is to show the young people what it's like to give your death away, to enter into a so-called good death. And we see that in our first reading, don't we? We see David calling Solomon in. He knows that he's about to die, that he has come to the end of his time here on earth. And he does it in such a way that he wants to encourage his son because he knows that his son has a big task ahead of him. So he says to his son, be courageous. And most of all, be faithful to our God. And the reading more or less ends by saying that Solomon took on the throne of his father and his kingdom was fully established. This gift that David gives away helps establish Solomon. Who else do we have in ex as an example? Well, Jesus Christ. 
When we look at him and his life, we've just come through this period where we celebrated his birth. Very simple birth in many ways, but also with many miraculous moments in it. And we know that Jesus grew up. He grew up in Nazareth. We don't really see much of him in his young life, although he does come into the temple and, you know, he gets lost or his parents can't find him. They rush back. It's a little bit of um, worry that goes on there. But then we hear that they returned to Nazareth and Jesus honored his mother and father and he grew in wisdom. But we know as well, or at least we can assume, that while he was there, he experienced the death of his earthly father, Joseph. And he must have grieved along with his mother the losing of this person who had taken such good care of him. But they move through that. And Jesus then leaves Nazareth. He has to leave his mother, starts his public life. And when we meet him, he is our teacher. He is the healer. We see him often anointing and actually curing the sick. And most of all, we see him over and over again offering his friendship. Friendship, for example, to Mary of Magdala, who he cures of the seven demons, and he, who, his life is completely transformed by this encounter with Jesus. But what was his final task? His final task was to give his death away and to give it away freely. We meet him in the Garden of Gethsemane, and even though he's praying in solitude that perhaps this cup could pass from him, he says, you know, Lord, my Father, not my will, but yours. And then there's this action in his death and in, with the suffering that he's about to experience that we see over and over and over again. What does he do? In that moment in the garden, he gets up and he moves forward. And in John's gospel, he moves forward right to those who have come. And he says, why are you here? Who are you looking for? Then we see in the next few scenes, he is betrayed by those who are closest to him. He is falsely accused and judged to be a criminal, and he suffers greatly. But what is the lesson that he gives us as he approaches his death? Well, I'm always struck by that moment when they slam that cross into the ground, him crucified in terrible pain. What are his words? He doesn't lash out at those who have hurt him in such ways. No, he looks down at them and he says, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. So in his death, he gives us this great blessing of saying, remember, Forgiveness is the most powerful moment. But then in Luke's gospel especially, we see this remarkable moment. Just before Jesus dies, the criminal that's crucified with him, so-called good thief, St. Dismas, simply looks at him and says, Jesus, remember me this day when you come into your kingdom. And without hesitation, what does Jesus say? He looks right at him and he says, today you will be with me in paradise. In that moment, just before he dies, he gives us this great, this great lesson. And we will pray that today. Uh, Bishop Casson will hold up the body and blood of Christ and say, you know, blessed are you because you have been called to this table, this supper of the Lamb. And we're going to say in response, Lord, I am not worthy. Yes, we can't be worthy. But only say the word and my soul shall be healed. That's what Jesus did with Dismas. That's what he does with us. And so he encourages us to give our lives away, yes, but also to follow his example and to freely give our deaths away and be a blessing to those around us. Because when we do that, we can truly leave this Mass and each day go out into the world in great peace. And we glorify the Lord by the way we choose to live our lives. And yes, even the way we choose to freely give our deaths away as gifts to others.
God bless. And for all of those in the Daily TV Mass community who have asked to be included in our prayer intentions book, especially those who are suffering in mind, body, and spirit, that they may find relief and healing through Christ, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And now as a people that believe in blessings and anointing, I ask you to join Bishop Casson, who will offer us a blessing of the throats. Through the intercession of the St. Blaise, Bishop and Martyr, may God protect you from all ailments of the throat and from every other evil. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divine life of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O God, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you. Wash me, O Lord, of my iniquity. Cleanse me of my sin. Pray, sisters and brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands to the praise and glory of his name. For I would have been among all holy church. Sanctify our offerings by your blessing, O Lord, we pray. And by your grace, may we be set afire with that flame of your love through which St. Blaise overcame every bodily torment through Jesus Christ, our Lord. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For the blood of your blessed martyr Blaze, poured out like Christ to glorify your name, shows forth your marvelous works by which in our weakness you perfect your power, and on the feeble bestow strength to bear you witness through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And so, with the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly on earth, and before your majesty, without end, we acclaim.
You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Thomas, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. Amen.
Sisters and brothers, at the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, together we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be free always from every sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. May the peace of the Lord be with all of you. And in your spirit. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body and blood of Christ keep us safe for eternal life. Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart, as though you were already there. I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you, Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. May the sacred mysteries of which we have partaken, O Lord, we pray, 
Give us that determination which made your blessed martyr blaze faithful in your service and victorious in suffering through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And, with your and may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Thanks, thanks be to God. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass. <laughs>